You've pressed record already, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Okay, so Matt Sofo, take it oh, away. Oh, so welcome to Coronacast 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Boss. No, welcome to the season wrap-up of Lola Berry's Fearlessly Failing. Season three. Season three. So we do want to do a really positive episode that is a wrap-up. Oh, Matt's just adjusting my mic. Thanks, boy. Or do I go closer? Yes, you need to sit closer. Oh, I thought my voice was always too loud. Yeah, until you get louder, then you can go back a little bit. Um, Anyway, uh, we were talking about this and this we're recording this in what we believe is the peak of the um, corona... Outbreak. Outbreak. Pandemic. (sighs) Pandemic, but like I want to say shitstorm. But do you know what I mean? Like we feel like we're really in the meaty bit of it. Who knows though? So this episode will be coming out in two weeks, correct? Yep, that's right. We've got one more episode for season three, which is Aaron Smythe, and then um, this will come out. So hopefully when you hear this, hopefully it's not going to be as dire as how it is right now. So I think the PM, all international travel in Australia. Has been cut. Cut till June 14. Um, We just got a text now saying the the borders of interstate are going to shut as well. All non-essential travel. So, and we were meant to go to Byron Bay. So, um, yeah, I just... We want to do a wrap-up and like do a really positive wrap-up episode but we also don't want to sit here and just say everything's peaches and cream when we're literally in the middle of a pandemic. Would you like to add to that, boy? No, I think, yeah, I think that's great. We can talk about both. So what do you want to start with? I think um, let's do the wrap-up first. Okay, so this is the wrap-up for season three. Yeah, what a great season. Yeah, it started strong. So a few of a lot of season three was actually recorded in Sydney. Yeah, I remember when I was yeah. based in Kafnu yeah. and I recorded quite a few episodes, and most of them were done. I, over half the season was absolutely recorded in Sids. Yep. Have you got any highlights, boy? Any fans? Oh, so many highlights for me. Um, oh, watch out! Oh, watch out! Uh, Tim Silverwood. Yeah, so he created Take Three for the Sea. I think he's since this has come out, departed from Take Three has for he? the Sea. Okay. But his whole message, re-environmental support was basically, or the environmental picture is that we need to have hope. Yeah. And which, again, is timely with what we're going through right now. And mm-hmm. I think, like, it's really easy to get caught up in the the heaviness yep. when I think in, in all in all, like, we need to... Um, yeah, hold on to this sense of hope. Yeah. I think, and he kind of said some other, oh, no, I'm not being confused, confused. No, 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 I think it was Tim. It was like, you know, like you don't have to be perfect, but you just got to do something. For people listening that haven't heard that episode, um, the charity that he's built, or the not-for-profit he built is called Take Three for the Sea. And yep. the premise of this is? To go to the ocean, oh, go to the beach, pick up three bits of rubbish. When you're in nature and yep. the, the ocean, especially, you take three pieces of rubbish home with you, whether yep. they're yours or not. Yeah. Um, and and he has been able to cause pretty big, like, global movement with that. Movies, yeah. docos, Heaps TED Talks, this guy doesn't stop. But he was also, um, out of everyone I've interviewed, and I don't want this to come across bad, but um, he was a very highly intelligent person. Yeah. And I remember finishing that call, that talk, that interview and calling you and going, he was too smart for me. Like I felt like I couldn't keep up. Yeah. He was all over politics. He was all over like the 
I guess, the geology of yeah. the country, of the world, would you call it that? I suppose so, yeah. You know what I mean? He was just yeah. like, and I was like, oh, my goodness, my humble little human yeah. <laughs> human science yeah. um, degree isn't quite holding up, you know? Yeah, like yeah, he just was one of the most smart, one of the most highly intelligent people. What was your other favourite um, episode or highlight? Mm, there's been a lot of goodies. Um, I loved that we did our first ever live. Yep. Oh, that was great. Yes, that was with Tully Lou and Spinashi. Sarah Passini. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I keep calling her Insta handle, which is Spassini. But I call her Spinash. Yeah. Um, so we did that at Willow in Urban Urban Retreat here in Melbourne and we set up a um how many were there in the audience? Forty? Yeah, 40, 50 people. Yeah, so it was yeah. like a seated event and basically we did the live, our first ever live podcast. It was yeah. a lot of work though, wasn't it, boy? Yeah, and you made me wake up at like five o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. So on the way to the podcast, legit. So we had to be there by 6.45 or 6.30. Like Any yogis out there are like, yeah, that's yoga time. Anyway, we're driving there and Matt's like, why are people waiting for trams? Do trams run at this time? Yeah, oh, well, I'm used to coming home at those hours, not going out oh at those hours. I didn't know people go to me. work at those ridiculous hours. Boss, it's like 6.30 in the morning. That is very normal time for most people. I know. That, uh, so the that live was a lot was, of fun. The live was a lot of fun, a lot of work. Big thank you to Willow for letting us put yeah. it on. Um, we were hoping to do another live in Sydney, but... Um, not going to happen. Probably now. not going to happen because you can't have more than we need four meters between. Social distancing is a yeah. very big thing at the moment. So, yeah. understandably, I, I loved Ashley Bynes too. Yeah. I, I went to her house. I recorded that on the GC on the Goldie. Yeah. Went to her place. I didn't know what to expect, and she just kind of like accidentally, like subconsciously, ripped down every facade that I ever had in my mind of her. Yeah. Um, shout out to her incredible manager, Renata, too. She yeah. keeps oh, us. She's wonderful. Oh, she's she's our um, Bangalore bud, but she keeps us fueled with the Ashy Bynes clean treats yeah. that are delicious. Ashy Bynes was great. Like, I, I didn't know anything about her or, you know, never followed her or anything like that. And yeah, I really just enjoyed um, listening to her and her journey and what she's about. Yeah, I think she's, she's pretty cool. Very self made. Yeah, and pretty real. I yeah. think, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of BS especially in like health community and stuff like that. And I think she just was pretty upfront and real. Yeah, totally. Did you, I thought you would have loved Jackie Bell. Jackie Bell was cool. Yeah. yeah Jackie Bell was cool. Um, so I, for I, people I, listening, who, what's her story? Oh, she's, she's an ultra marathon runner. Yeah. So she's I think legend, Aussie legend. Was it like younger, only female or youngest female to run on every continent and do an ultra marathon? Yeah. Something ridiculous like that. Ultra marathons for those running, a usual marathon is like 43 kilos. Ultra marathons can kilos. be like, oh, kilometers. kilometers. <laughs> oh, thanks, boy. <laughs> um, an ultra one can be anywhere between 250 kilos. Kilometers. Kilometers. Um, oh, Matt just got angry at me because I did this. I dropped. I've got my water bottle lid. He just pointed at me it's, with death eyes. It's annoying in the back, boss. Oh, Come on. <laughs> We're just all relaxed here, though, boy. I'm very relaxed. Um, anyway, Jackie Bell was unreal and yeah. um, just a little go-getter. She's like 24 years yeah. old. I loved um, the story that Ian Finn um, told oh. of when he was he's surfing and um, – Made friends with a sea lion. Yeah, made friends with like a sea lion that was like catching waves with him. I just thought that was a pretty incredible story. Who would have been hundreds of kilos. Yeah. Like could have crushed him, yeah. no probs. Yeah. Yeah, I just Crazy. thought that was pretty pretty amazing. Um, and he's all about connecting with nature. Yeah. I always thought him and Tim Silverwood would get on really well because yeah. I had them on a day apart. Yeah. 
recorded them a day apart. Yeah. Obviously, Tegan Martin, we love Teagues. Yeah, Tegan was awesome. I actually, um, I found it quite funny when she started doing accents. You loved her American <laughs> accent. Yeah. She just like, she was like, yeah, so anyway, like I just, and just like popped into this American accent and I was like, you lucky bitch. Because I can't, I have to go to acting school know, to do an American accent. You're dialect. working on it. You're getting good. <sighs> She was seen to be evil in the mean streets where the <laughs> bees it. feed and schemes are the key. Oh, very good. These are my like tongue twister ones. Um, one person that you haven't heard yet because it was recorded so recently just a couple of days ago was Aaron Smythe. Aaron, yep. um, so it turns out we're second cousins. Oh, really? Yeah, um, which is we kind of knew that the last few times we caught up, but Aaron knew the exact like which uncle and like I didn't know. Gotcha. I was like, which side of the family? Uh, so he's the lead in Billy Elliot. And yep. he was, it was really cool because he actually, we've sped his episode up yep. and you'll hear this, but um, he talked about the moment that he they got let off because of coronavirus because, oh, wow. you know, in they were performing at the Regent Theatre in Melbourne and there's so many people in the audience. Yeah. And you, you obviously with um, self-isolation, it just wasn't going to yeah, happen. Yeah, just not going to happen. They no. did a performance on the Sunday night, got pull, pulled into the stalls at 11.30 p.m. and told to pack up their stuff. Wow. So full on. But it was really nice to have a really positive creatives yeah. kind of because I think creatives are um, impacted differently to small businesses because in some senses we can keep working. In other senses, we don't know when yeah. the next work is coming from. Yeah. So it was nice to hear how a creative is putting such a positive spin on these times of change. Yeah. Um, can I just add one more thing here okay, that's completely unrelated? Yeah. Boss just got really angry at me before this podcast because I cut his hot cross bun <laughs> the wrong way. Would okay. you like to share? Yeah, so I um, got fresh hot cross buns. You got, I got fresh you, hot cross buns. Okay. Um, and I wanted mine fresh, but I wanted it like in slices. So like, and you know. I said. Two or three slices. How, no, no, that's not what he said. Excuse me for the listeners. He said, can you please cut my hot cross bun into four slices? I yeah, said. Like little bite-sized like pieces. Uh, he didn't say that bit. He just goes cut in four slices. And <laughs> I said, what? Four slices, boss. Okay, how would you like that cut? Lengthways? Yes, lengthways. <laughs> so I get the bun, the hot crossy, and I cut it like long slices. Long slices. So there's four square yeah. slices. So there's like the bottom bit, there's like a middle doughy bit. Yeah, there's two like middle doughy bits. Two middle doughy bits and then the top bit. Wouldn't you slice it like a loaf of bread, like down? So you've got a bit of top, bit of bottom. Bit no. of middle. That's how you slice no. things. Not these these long <laughs> ways, like do, doughy I pieces. I didn't know if he was going to toast. I thought he was trying to get more bang for his buck. No, and I just wanted little bite-sized pieces. It was so bad. So, well, yeah, so he got real angry at me for my slicing no, hot cross bun I abilities. I did not get angry. I was just um, – He said just, it's the dumbest thing I've ever done. It definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you slice it long ways? Why would you say that? That's not nice. I, I wasn't being rude. I was just saying like you're a smart person but, you know. Righto, That was righto. a very not, <laughs> not smart thing Righto, to righto. Back All to right. the program. Back to the program. Now your we also released something this this season that you were it was your brainchild. You yeah. came up with the concept, you came up with the format, you came yeah. up with the talent, you came up with the idea, you obviously edited it like you do all these yeah. um, podcasts. You but this was completely I this didn't come to me. This is completely yeah. your idea. Take yeah. it away. What are you talking, um, talking about? Mindfulness Fridays. Yeah. So I mean like we we'd spoken about doing an add-on to the series. Mm-hmm. Um kind of like an extra I don't know. What do, you, what do you want to call it? Like, isn't it called? Doesn't Taylor Swift call them Easter eggs? 
Like a little surprise? Yeah, Easter eggs are like something that's like hidden oh. within something. But yeah, kind of like a – yeah, like a, a – bonus surprise, whatever. Anyway. But giving something um, back to giving you guys back, because yeah. with meditations often you have to buy them or download yeah. an app or something yeah. and this was to give yeah. people something for free exactly. that will hopefully better their yeah. life. And also something they can come back to um, multiple times, like a yeah. hundred times, what it ha- as many as they want, they can access it whenever yeah. they want, you know, and you can download and save podcasts and have them offline for flights and stuff like that. So um, – I know I'd been practicing mindfulness for you know a good year, and I'd been pra- I'd been meditating for longer before then, but very very like seriously, like every day of the week meditation. Um, I've been doing mindfulness for did just you every year. This um, I did like a little bit. Oh, did you? Um, just before yeah, you came in and um, jumped on in my jump drive. You did. Um, but also Jad got me into mindfulness. Jad Patrick. Um, and I've always said to Jad that he needs to record his own mindfulness, you know, recordings or whatever he wanted to do. So this was my way of kind of doing both, like something for your podcast and something for Jad as well. And we've both been like listening to like, so each episode is a different theme. So there's one for stress and anxiety, one for heartbreak and grief. Yeah. Um, We've got one more episode coming out next Friday and I think that's the happiness gratitude one. That's the gratitude one, yeah. Um, There's one on body image that um, I forced Jad to do. (laughs) He didn't want to do that one. Um, But we, you and I have actually been going back and I've got a favourite like so my favourite meditation is the one that's actually linked to the heartbreak and grief one. Yeah. I think it is. Or is the no, the lo- one? The, no, the lost and stuck one is my favourite. Yeah. That's the one where you visualize your safe place. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And your friend yeah. gives you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and so Compas- you can- it's called compassionate friend. Compassionate friend. Yeah, that's my favorite because it's quite active. So some meditations are more about like kind of like really slowing down and turning inward, whereas this one is like turning inward but you're imagining things. Yeah. And so it's more of an awakening awareness kind of meditation, which, yeah. which finally I've figured out resonates really, really well with me. But we have gone back and listened to them many a time over, yeah. have we not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're great. So big thank you to Jad Patrick for doing that. If you're in Melbourne, he practices in Melbourne. He's got a couple of clinics that he practices from and uh, he gave – we recorded that whole series in one day. Yeah, that was a big day. And then we had dinner. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was Valentine's Day actually. Yeah, he third-wheeled our Valentine's Day. Matt got a bit drunk off two red wines, do you remember? yep. We're not big drinkers nowadays, Uh, are we? You know what? It's been a whole year for me that I haven't drank. You still got a bottle of Tanglewood. Yeah. I reckon I've I reckon I've had about three occasions where I've had a glass of wine in the last twelve months, um, which is pretty big for me. Yeah, although you went out with the girls, the Tully Lou girls came home later than me from drama school, and you're like, oh, I feel great, boss. I've had a few vinos. No, I was, I was having dinner with them. Um, sh- what, what was Georgia the word for Linda. Shiraz yesterday? Shiraz, 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 <laughs> and a chardy. <laughs> chardy. Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Shy Rez. You're so Aussie. <laughs> so are you. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was nice, you know. Yeah, we did record it all in a day, which was a lot of fun. And yeah, it was really good for Jad. Yeah, I mean, yep. he's, he, and we pushed him right out of his comfort yeah. zone. And what does he practice? Pran Health and Merge Health? Yeah, Merge Health in Surrey Hills, just out of like the city. Yep. And then Paran Health in Paran. Yep. Obviously, hence the name. Yeah. Um, okay, so we I put out a and a yesterday on Instagram, okay. on the Grammo, um, about you and I because we're doing this Potter Runes together today. Um, so do you want to know some questions that came Go, through? Yeah, hit me. 
how do you both keep your spark alive? Oh, spark. Oh, fancy. He's doing sexy eyes at me now, <laughs> if you're wondering. Um, I don't know. We're pretty simple. We kind of just... We are far from simple, boss. Do you reckon? No, but to keep the spark alive, like we literally just will have a little weekend in Torquay or get out in nature or something like that. Byron Bay Byron is, our, Bay. is our, like happy yeah. place. Yeah. Uh, but I but, think like in general, yeah, we just kind of do real simple things like get out in nature or go for a walk and that's how kind of we reconnect and re-spark. And I think as well as thinking about this yesterday is we really like hear one another, we really yeah. listen, we make space for one another. Um, a couple of weeks ago I was having really really bad anxiety and you were yeah. very much with me in the middle of the night as I had woke up in sweats <laughs> and crying and yeah. I think we really like make space for one another and hear one another with with no judgment. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm probably a bit more judgy, aren't I? You're the nice person. Sometimes. <laughs> well, because I'm harsher. Yeah. So if Matt will say something, I'm like, that's your mindset. Yeah. I get a bit more because we are both working on ourselves with therapists. Um, our dialogue is extremely transparent. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So as a result, like if Matt says something and I feel like that's coming from a place of like a past habit or a negative belief, I'll be like, yeah. don't you think that could be coming from, yeah. say, an experience you might have had as a kid as opposed from yeah. your belief system that you're in, like as opposed of who you are, as opposed to who you are now. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. And so sometimes Matt doesn't like when I do that. Yeah. Is that right? As opposed to when I, I go from the um, perspective of like, this person needs this right now. Like that's what they're asking for. So I will. Hold the space. Yeah. So for you, you're like, you know, when you were feeling anxious or stressed or whatever, yeah. I was like, you just need like love and support, right? That's yeah. what essentially you were asking for. You weren't really being like, you know. Oh, I, a bit I, of guidance too, I'd take. Yeah, like a bit of guidance. But like I wasn't putting my own um you know, I wasn't giving you what I thought you need. I was giving you what you were asking me to give you, which at the time, that's how you kind of calm, you know. And what do I do? Some, <laughs> no, you do that as well. But, yeah, yesterday you put your bit of your own shit on me. <laughs> Matt's like, this is your shit, this isn't mine. Here he goes, fuck this, and walked out of the bedroom and I just, I had really bad period pain and I just stayed in the ball and Yeah, oh, look, okay, yesterday I um, I just, I expressed to you um, just a, a couple of thoughts that had run through my head and I just yeah. wanted to say them out loud. So I, di- I didn't want... To, it was also being a negative Nancy. Yeah, I didn't want, but I didn't want to talk them out. I didn't want to get an opinion. I just like, I had a couple of like negative thoughts. I was like, I better say them out loud before they fester into anything else, you know. And I took those thoughts and ran <laughs> with them. And I was like, Do you know where that thought pattern comes I know, from? I know. Why are you playing the victim right now? I was pretty full on. I know. But once I told you what I needed, then you did. Flip back into being like, okay, I understand. Supportive girlfriend. Yes, thank you. And we watched Mark Wahlberg movie oh, together. We did. We're obsessed with a bit of Mark Wahlberg stuff. Marky at the Mark's our fave at the moment. I feel like we went through a real Farrell phase, didn't yep. we? Yeah. Then we went through a Brooklyn Nine Nine phase. What's no. okay, 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 okay. All right, what's the next question? Uh, okay, um, so this is probably more of a nutrition one, but you can probably answer it better than I can. How do you detox off sugar? So Matt has less sugar than I do. Yeah. Um, Fucking, I cold turkey that shit. Had to drop an F-bomb, didn't you? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I white knuckle that. I white knuckle it. 
You like that so. though. I like cold turkeying it too. Um, what I normally say, um, and I did say this in my, I answered this one on Insta yesterday, if you're ever going to take something out of the diet, my um, final year when I was in clinic, teacher said this, if you ever take something away from a client, give them a replacement. Yeah. So for me, I love chocolate. So I use the, I think I was saying you like the clean treats. Like yeah. I um, make little chocolate fudge balls out of them, Ashy Bynes ones, or Beauty Bites by Crumble. Yeah. They're really great when we feel like we need something yeah. sweet. Look, I think like that. that's all fine. You're trying to like detox from something. Um, and most people can't just go cold turkey. But also, you know, I still eat fruit. Um, yeah, and that's I, much more balanced. You know, I'm a bit so, more hardcore. Yeah, so instead of, you know, when I was like the first time I gave up all sugar for a while, I said to myself, well, you're still going to be craving it. So eat some fruit in the meantime and, you know, then reduce, 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 you know, the amount of sugar intake. But I think for me now I just, I limit the amount of processed sugars. I don't worry about sugar in general. I just limit processed foods and sugars. Yeah, it's, he's annoyingly good at limiting sugar. Yeah, but I feel so much better. Yeah, this you is know? true. Yeah. And and also um, you move your body, you nourish yeah. yourself, you're pretty in tune. I, I have more energy now at 34 than I had in my 20s. Yeah, but you're also like smoked a pack of ciggies a day, probably did a lot of drugs and DJed a lot of <laughs> nights, am I correct? That's true. Yeah. Yep. So you're a lot more wholesome now, boy. <laughs> Since meeting you. Yes. All right. Um, and the next question is uh, just a, a day in the life food-wise, but I mean uh, it's varied for both yeah. of us and I think that our ethos is really just like being really mindful, yep. real food. We don't eat too much refined crap, do yep. we? No, not at all. Even last night we wanted an ice cream we got one of those panna ones. Like mm. we'll always just make the healthier choice, don't yep. we? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and enjoy it together. I think like as someone that used to emotionally eat, that's me, and yep. binge eat and hide food, I now will try if I know I want to have a treat, I'll try and do it with Matt and when I've got someone to share the experience with because food is here to either nourish yep. and to share with people you love. So I will try to do my kind of like off the wagon days or my like more treat days with you. Like we just had a hot cross bun together even yeah. though I cut it wrong for you. You did long ways. You still you asked for it long ways yeah. and you still ate it. Yeah, I did. With no butter. Um, Who does that, by the way? I just, well, it was fresh from Noisette. I just wanted to taste it like. Put some butter you know. on them. Um, for me, straighten the toaster, bit of butter, let mm. it melt, organic butter, or I can do Mike as well. Yeah. Soft. Um, I don't really have food rules, but I don't eat like. Um, Junk. And Matt also doesn't ever like the feeling of being full unless it's Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think that. I don't know. It's just like it's obviously my very much my opinion, but I, I don't think you should eat until you feel full. I think hence you, why he's got this very felt. Yeah, but I, doesn't the body take like fifteen minutes to tell you? I don't know. Is yeah. that an urban myth or is that science? No, I don't I'm know. pretty sure that's science. Yeah, like it takes like fifteen minutes to register. Yeah. Um, do we need to fact check that? Hello, um, Monica. <laughs> Um, 15 minutes. So I will kind of like make a certain amount that I think is the right amount of food and then I'll eat that slowly and then I'll be like, am I full or if I'm still hungry, you know. But then if he's full, like last night we had salmon and veggies and he was like, I'm too full, boss. Who mops up it? Yeah, you. Lola. So yeah. bad. That's yeah. just old bad habits though. Oh, righto. Thank you very much. Of right. like needing to finish what's on the plate. Also the food Matt makes, it makes is delicious. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on. It is. You are much yeah. better cook than me. I don't know. Yeah, so I think for me I just yeah, I don't I don't overdo it. 
Okay, so now I want to talk to the elephant in the room called Corona. Rona. Rona. The Aussie's already calling it Rona. It's crazy. I also don't want to be insensitive at all to this. Yeah. I think that we need to talk to it um, very clearly. I don't think we need to go over the top with it. Yeah. But I think that it would be um, uh, not fair of us to not address what's yeah. going on in the world right now. And, I mean, I'm more interested in it, to be honest. Um, I'm very interested in, like, the impact it's going to have on mental health because yeah. I know from my own personal experience over the last two weeks um, as someone that really looks after their mental health that I have felt so triggered and so out of sorts. So I really like to – Matt just yawned, by the way. I leaned away from the mic. Now you've just yawned. No, I caught it, you fez. Um so I think we need to um, speak to just like our own personal experience, what we're finding is helping us through yeah. this because um, there's a very real chance that when this podcast does come out, coronavirus is still going to be at the forefront of all yeah. of our lives, yeah. our minds and affecting our work, our finances, yeah. um, our loved ones. And like, like for example, I can't go visit my nan at the moment, yeah. you know, like so um, – just quickly, like I think we should share like our personal experience with it and then what we're finding is helping us through. Yeah. So we both are practising pretty pretty strong self-isolation yep. um, but we do get out and try and support our local businesses yep. in, in the same flip of that coin. Yeah. Um, personally, you know, what do you want me to start with? Personal experience. Yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, I mean so I've been pretty isolated all week. Just lim- limiting the amount. I mean, that's natural. Look, yeah. I you do it anyway. It. I work from, you know, I, I work on my own most days of the week. Most days of the week, I will not really see people um, just with the amount of work that I have on and, and my workload. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't been too bad, but I definitely have felt um, so just like going to the post office or, you know, doing that kind of stuff has been a little bit tough. I've actually probably felt a bit anxious with just going out. Um, what does that feel like for you? Uh, like for like for me, I, I feel like someone's going to give me corona. You know. Yeah. Um, I've cut down all like no yoga classes, so I haven't done mm. any yoga for over a week. Besides your online classes, oh, I'll give them a shout out. Thank you. Um, I've gone to the beach a couple of times to run, mm-hmm. um, and that's and that's been it. So yeah, I've definitely been feeling a little bit anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm naturally anxious anyway. This has probably increased the anxiety a little bit. Uh, the one good thing is that yes, that I have been doing so much mindfulness and breathing exercises for the last, you know, year, year and a half, that that's given me the tools now to um, be okay with this and be okay with the feeling. So when I do feel anxious or I do feel, you know, panic or anything like that coming on, um, I am able to go back and use those tools and calm down. Because I do, like, at the end of the day, I do know that that it will be fine. You know, it will pass in time. Um even if someone gets it around us, like there's a high chance that they will be fine. Um, there's, I don't really have like my grandparents are now gone, so I'm not really worrying too much about um, Dorothy, though. Yeah, but besides Dorothy, like your nan, mm-hmm. but like you know, like my nans are gone, so it's really only your nan that you know we're, we're worrying about right now. Um, I do know that that it will pass. That's my rational brain. My irrational brain is like I don't want you know. Sp- 
SARS. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like the symptoms of, you know, shortness of breath and that would be very triggering for me. You yeah. Know, where so my panic, when I do get panic, so I haven't had a panic attack in quite a while, but mm-hmm. my symptom is shortness of breath, tight chest, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that would be quite triggering for me. Um, so, yeah. So I've just been using all my tools um, to manage my own anxiety and stuff like that. I think as a society, the bigger, the bigger problem is not being self-isolated. Yes, that is tough, but isolation and this kind of being on your own gets very easy and gets very like almost mm. enjoyable because you're in your little safe space your as a person. Yeah, you're in your nest. So after a while, like you do get used to it and you're like, I'm okay with this because I'm safe and I'm not going to get this virus. Mm. It's coming back out into the world, which mm. is going to be harder. Mm. So for me, like in the past, I've self-isolated due to anxiety mm-hmm. and then coming back out into the world has been even harder than just staying home on my own. So I think that's something that we quickly forget. We're like, how are we going to feel going back into the world in a month's time? Going back to work, you know, going back into cafes and crowded places, how are we going to feel then? So that's, mm. you know, my big thing is, you, you know. You said this yesterday. Yeah. You brought that up to me yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And that's just coming from someone with, you know, so much experience with anxiety and panic and, and what that feels like and what it means. You know, and also your brain just gets so used to like being in your safe space and your comfort space. Mm. And yeah, you do go a little bit nuts, but after a while, you're just like, you kind of just get into a routine of being being at home. Do you realize how lucky you and I are though? Like someone wrote to me yesterday a question about you and I, which was, you know, imagine being self-isolated and single. Like it's yeah. super, super, super Absolutely. lonely. Like the loneliness thing is probably going to have an impact on mental health as well. Like yeah. that could trigger depression. That could figure like obsessive thoughts. Who knows? Yeah. So I, like for people that are feeling lonely, like I would still be as as connected as you can be to friends yeah. even via FaceTime. Absolutely. Or there's about five friends that I've been having like daily contact with just yeah. through texts, calls, FaceTime. Yeah. Haven't I? Yeah. Check in. Yeah. So my experience is a little bit different to yours. So like as you can hear, Matt's more, he's uh, um, got a little bit of paranoia or he's got a heightened awareness around the physical signs. Yeah. And um, you're kind of like, oh, am I going to get it? I don't want to get it. You're kind of in that space. So for me, um, I know that like my rational brain is like we are in an age group where we're at much lower risk. And even if we did contract it, our immune systems are probably going to be able to have our backs. Yeah. But for me, I get worried for my dad, yeah. my mom, and yeah. my nan. Yeah. Like they're very. My dad is sixty nine in a couple of months, so th- that's the age group. And he yeah. works and runs a veterinary clinic. Are you about to sneeze? Yeah. He's yawning so Sorry. much. It's contagious. <laughs> it's contagious. Yeah. It's actually really good for your acting school. They tell us to yawn as much as possible because it really? forces, yeah, it forces um so much oxygen yeah. into your lungs. I'm worried about my parents too. Like. Totally. So, and I know you are, and I'm not talking down, but I mean, so like for me, my fears, like a big part of my work is travel. And I was yeah. on a big international flight, and that got can't, like, I got told to get on that flight really quickly. And then I got told, well, you won't be able to get on that flight. Yeah. And I'd spent a lot of money and whatnot on, on getting on it. It was just like four days of pretty consistent panic attacks at night throughout yeah. the day. I wasn't sleeping, I wasn't eating. Um, and for me, like, 
the that that side of things, knowing that um, you know, I'm trying to drum up some work in different parts of the world. It's really it was really scary for me yeah. to kind of be like, am I doing that thing over there or not? And, and it, it, am I making sense yeah, without absolutely. like oversharing? Yeah. But um, that was really really hard for me because I spent a lot of time working on this thing, and then I was like, oh my god, do I? I'm about to lose like seven yeah. years of hard work and. Thousands of dollars, and to this day, I don't know if I have. Yeah, um, and that's been really, really confronting. Um, but even today, like we're on, we were meant to be on a flight to Byron next week. Yeah, whether that happens or not, if the PM like blocks the borders, it's just that feeling of uncertainty and losing control. That's the the bit that kind of like really irks me and makes me feel super ungrounded and super unsettled. And that feeling of like I don't know what's happening next. That's kind of like. Uh, where my anxiety comes from and to compare what I went through to Matt or not compare, just to share another experience because we all experience anxiety and panic completely differently. And with Matt, with mine, I was waking up in the middle of the night, hot sweats, crying, shaking. Yep. I had a lot of chest pain. Yep. Do you remember? I could yeah. tell you, I feel like someone's standing on my chest. Um, I had zero appetite at all. Um, that's come back though, don't you worry. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm merely feeling mild stress now because yeah. I can tell I'm a bit stress eating yeah. now, whereas um, when I was in that phase I was panicked so I couldn't even think about fathering, fathoming food and I was run like, Definitely overshare here, but I just kept running to the toilet. Yeah, kept everything was going through. That's, just, that that's classic f- anxiety panic symptoms. Yeah, fight or yeah. flight. Like my body was like going to war. Yeah, um, and it felt like that. It felt like that mentally, physically, and emotionally. And like, thank you to all my like. I've got some really close friends that really saw me through that. Like Andrea, Renata, Jane. They were my big kahunas, yeah. weren't they, Billy? Yeah. Um, and I just think like. You, when you've got friends that don't want anything from you other than the best for you, that's the stuff that keeps yeah. you grounded. Yeah. But I think there is a lot of letting go here and letting self-healing happen and letting yeah. like um, you read me um, an, a meme off our Mate Crumbles page, Kira mm. Rumble, and it was like it's almost like Earth or Mother Nature has sent us all to our rooms yeah. to, you know. Yeah. Well, I think like. I mean, I've been reading all the incredible things that have been happening in the world, you know, like less pollution over China, less yeah. pollution over Italy, like mm. the canals of Venice, like a, a crystal clear water again and, you know, wildlife coming back to the canals. And oh, and know. also like you can feel the humanity. The Oh, Matt just gave me a real surly look because I wasn't close enough to the mic. <laughs> you can feel humanity. Like a really interesting thing is – Humanity now is there's this big separation I'm noticing where kindness is like people are either going into what can I do to help others for free and then there's another group here that are like how can I make money off this. It's absolutely happening Uh, and it's been so fascinating to watch the people that are trying to make money off other humans' fear, which I am like super, super anti versus the ones that are like what what can I do to help others. Like we were at our um, friend's cafe Chef Dave at Ascot Food Store. Yep. It's called Ascot Food and Wine. Sorry, now. they've changed the name. Thank you. Sorry. Um, but he said, Oh, I'm just telling my staff, like I'm buying food for my staff, any staff that can't yep. buy it. And he's and he said, like, I want to make sure my staff keep getting paid. That was his priority. Yeah. And and I thought, gee, and he said, he goes, I'm technically I'm a bad businessman. And I'm like, no, like yep. kindness is so important. And even like in the yogi world, like, not that I'm saying I'm a 
great person or anything, but like I'm just like, how many free lives can I do? Like I'll do all mine yeah. for free. Like and these podcasts are free. Yeah. Look, not everyone's in that position though. You know, what do you like, mean? Well, not everyone's in a position like yeah. some people live paycheck to paycheck and some like this this is the biggest problem that we're gonna have now. I get that too. You know? Like I totally get that too, boss. Yeah. But like also, um, holy mackerel, people that are like bringing out products born from fear so that yeah. people buy them. Yeah, and already like established businesses, millionaires, Millionaires that kind of doing that. That yeah. is energetically, you are karmically yeah. setting yourself up. Yeah, yeah. You have to agree with me on oh, that one. 100% agree. On the note of like um, yoga teachers, I get, I totally hear what you're saying here and mm. most yoga teachers just said, if you feel like it, give me a donation, which I love. Yeah, yeah I think that's good. I think that's really cool because yeah. it leaves it up to the individual if they've, one, got the money to do that, two, um, it, it, it's just it, the, it's just an energy exchange. Yeah. I think that's perfect and I, and I shared um, – my friend Renata sent me, I'm going to get my phone up, but it was this, um, there's a restaurant in um, Banksy, which is New South, New South Wales, and I think the chef, he's off um, My Kitchen Rules, Colin. Did you see me share it uh, yesterday? Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it though. Um, so his restaurant, you go to them and if you don't have money, they've got meals waiting for you oh, for free. That's so good. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. Like um, Col- it's Chef Colin. Yeah. Anyway, I put it on my Insta stories. I really want to. I just. I think it. just need to be as kind as we can right now, and just That's as un- understanding as possible. Some people are using this fear. Look, I know for me. Oh, that, here, 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 boss. You know, uh, his name is Colin Fassnidge, Nige, Nige, Banksia Bistro and Terminus Piermont. So that's he's an Irish dude, but he basically said. Anybody that doesn't have access to buying food and yep. is running out of money, please come to our restaurants. We will have specific meals for you. And he goes, we'll just get together as a community. Yeah. That is what needs to be happening I right agree. now. I'm not I'm not having a go at people that are like, look, I need to make money. Far out, we all need to make money, 100%. But, like, I think keep it donation-based if you can. Yeah, yep. You know, like, and um, – if you if you are in, have the luxury of being able to give things away for free, like I know that I'm not going to charge for a yoga class. Any yeah. online yoga class I do, I'm not going to charge for it yeah. because I'm not paying uh, a studio hire to do it yeah. in my lounge room. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't need to yeah. cover that yeah. that cost. Yeah. Um, I think it's the it's that kindness and all those good vibes that are going to get us through this next. You know, a couple of months and especially the next four weeks I think will be the toughest, you know, for sure. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I I know for me that I'm basically going to, you know, lose 90% of my income over the next couple of weeks. Because of the clubs shutting? Well, nightclubs shutting so no gigs. And because nightclubs and venues shut, um, they don't pay royalties to when to, your music's played. Yeah, so like PPCA and APRA and all that kind What's of stuff. What's PPCA and APRA? Are oh, they just like the royalty societies that collect money? For music. Yeah. So, you know, when music's played in nightclubs and restaurants and bars and shopping centres and all those kinds of royalties that get paid, um, we're not going to get any of that. You know, like there's no nightclubs to pay. They're not going to pay their their fees when their clubs are shut. Yeah. So, you know, all, all musicians around Australia, like, yeah, they're still streaming and stuff like that, but the money is so minimal on all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so, so many people, it, it, it affects so many people and in so many ways that we yeah. don't even realize yet. That's the problem. Like, we don't, yeah. we don't even realize now. 
you know, like I have to, you know, go back to like the ATO and reduce my tax liability because I'm like, well, for the next three months, I can't, you know, I'm not going to earn the same amount of money that I earned last year. Yeah. So I got to reduce that that BAS statement from, you know, whatever my, to. My accountant wrote to me about the saying the exact same thing, didn't yeah, she? Yeah. Yeah. So we're all in the same boat. And me, like, as part of my job as an influencer, I had a um, a gig booked for next week, a, a shooting gig, and it would have paid my bills for the next two or three months. And that's just been yeah. pushed. That's yeah. just been pushed indefinitely. You don't know yeah. when you're going to now do that. So I I feel it too, and I really do want to make sure that I'm not coming across as too ballsy, really, no, like the not. humanity and the human no. kindness thing. No, I'm serious because I know I can sound very fierce and fiery, but mm. I just I think it's because people that I have looked up to and always thought that are like amazing in business and stuff to be like making copious amounts of money off people's fear. Yeah. I just find it. Hundred percent. I just yeah. it just makes my skin crawl, and 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 I'm not saying if you're a yoga teacher out there or a PT out there, and you're like, well, I still need to make money, and you're running don- donation classes. Mm. I think that's totally. I understand that, and I understand that you've got to pay rent. I can like definitely do you, but I think if we can come from a space of kindness and compassion Agreed. and understanding and band together, I think that that is where the good stuff is going to rise from. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so over fake shit yeah. and I'm over people that are obsessed with fame and yeah. I'm just, this This is going to separate the really honest people from the dickheads out there. Like I, agree. I had a meeting last week with my agents, Lauren and Rach, I hope you don't mind me mentioning you, and they said for the first time in your career, Lola, because I've always over the years, every meeting I've had, every person I met with, they've been they've always said, pay for posts, pay for followers, pay for all of this, you know, like buy yeah. it all. And I'm really anti it. I think it's a crock of shit buying numbers and buying followers. And and they were like for the first time, you're like the good karma and goodness is gonna shine yeah. through. And it's like this is finally the time I agree. where you can just do what's real for you and let that shine. Sorry, there's my rant, but no, I just I love it. It's perfect. It was so spot on. I just think there's so like so many dicks out there that yep. are celebrating the wrong stuff. I also think as well, like we saw a photo yesterday. It is literally we're meant to be in social isolation and Bondi Beach was fucking jam-packed. Yeah. What are you doing, Australia? Yeah. Like seriously? And influencers that I follow are there like baking, having a joke and stuff. And I'm like, it's so selfish because like you could be contracting something yeah. and then an older person might actually die from that. Like are you that self-absorbed? Like yeah. I just – there's a lot of stuff that yeah. um, like I'm really struggling with. And even our trip like that we had planned for next week, like my dear friend Jane was like, I just don't think you should be doing it. It's not yeah. fair. Yeah. You know, and I, I understand. Um, I understand that. And I think like you've really got to get clear on who you are. And I think you're right, boss. Like I really think that this is going to shake up a lot of mental health stuff. Yeah. Um, even if it's not now with the people that are choosing to play ignorant, you know, but it's it's when it comes down the line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it will separate like the dickheads and the social media people just trying to cash in, and yeah, and the genuine people and people that really just want to help. Yeah, other people. Big time. Oh wow, I had a big. Oh, I didn't, wow. didn't that see a, that. That was a big rant, boss. No, but I just, uh, I just. No, nah, I, t- I totally agree with everything you said. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm over it too. I'm overseeing all the fakeness and... Oh, so you know. much. I, I think for me as well though, I, I do find it hard. Like obviously I've got music out and stuff that I've produced for other people and, you know, it's, it's kind of even hard to, you know, and also our business, it kind of feels hard to promote things at the moment. Yeah. So where it's like, mm, okay, like I've still, like work is still going on. How do I promote that? But then also how do I? Well, I think in, as long as your message is kindness and your yeah. energy is kindness under it all, like we've still, the good thing about the coffee is that one, it's medicinal and there are yeah. some really great health benefits to it, but also you can have it in the comfort of your own home. Yeah. So the good thing about that is, is it suits what's going on right now. Yeah. And it's making people, it's giving health to people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we put the lion's mane in the nootropic coffee because of the yeah. brain boosting, but it is also antibacterial yeah. and antiviral. So what but we need right also now. Also, we're not shoving that down people's throats. We're not doing. No, I'm, well, the only thing I'm shoving, shoving, shoveling, <laughs> shoving down people's throats is that mindfulness meditation series because I think that yeah. can help us all right now. It's and also yoga. totally free. And the online yoga, which I'm doing in dad's living room, it's not fancy or by any means. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, well, they're the things that hopefully can make people feel a little bit more grounded, a little bit more connected, yeah. and a little bit less stressed. Matt's checking the time. We yeah. already had an hour. Oh, 45 minutes. Oh, well, that's like a nice that. amount. That's oh, a nice yeah. amount. All right. That's corona. We'll be fine though. It's yeah. going to pass. But we just wanted to speak to it because um, it would be, I think we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't. Yep. Be kind. Be kind to each other. Love each other. And support your local businesses support where, where you can. where you can. If you can afford to, yeah. do what you can. If your neighbour needs something or... People around you need something. Just I think just do whatever you can. Yeah, I love you know, that. I um, love you, boss. Yeah, it 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 does feel like we are being still a little bit all selfish right now, yeah. and I don't think we've all realised the severity of it. But I think that once we do all realise how big this will be, um, I think that we will all band together. Yeah. Yep. Totally. We said we wanted to end this on a positive. So okay. do you know what's coming up for season four? Ah, oh, so many amazing episodes. So many. And we're going to do another meditation series, correct? We're uh, planning on doing I think doing something another? slightly different though, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Which yeah. we haven't decided on yet, so we'll, we won't announce that yet. Yeah, no, no. And it'll take um, a little while to be released as well. Do you want so, me to say some of the guests? Yeah. Just go. to get excited for go. season four, go, go, you've go, got go. the um, drum roll, drum roll, drum oh. roll. Miss Rachel Finch. Oh, she is lovely. Matt made friends with her. And then started the first time he meets her, starts <laughs> having a conversation with her about his party past. No, we were talking about- um, Medicinal nootropics, weren't you? Yeah. Brain boosters. Yeah, yeah, like, um, like smart drugs. And then next and I, minute I Matt's was like, like, oh. I was like, oh, they're very different to party drugs. <laughs> As a joke. Obviously, she's like super health and like knows all about, you know. Um, of course, first thing Matt does. Oh, I, I didn't mean it like that. We were just having a laugh. <laughs> um, also, shout out to Finchie. She's got an amazing collagen company called Kister. I think also maybe like a quick little shout out. Like there are, you know, at home options for exercising and, yeah. you know, like Finch has an app. And yeah. there's, I think it's a paid app, but yeah. like, you know, it, that, that could be something that people use. Totally. Um, you know, like people have products that, can you can order online and get delivered totally. to home? You know, it takes that fear and anxiety around going out. You know, so yeah, I mean that's just uh, just an option. But Rachel Finch is absolutely lovely. Um, I think you're a bit um, 
had a little like a celeb crush when you met her? Not really because I don't like I've never followed her and I don't know anything about her. I just thought that she was lovely. Super, super lovely when when I met her in um, in Sydney. Yeah. Then straight after Finchie we recorded Max May, the makeup artist, who I have a bit of a celeb crush on. Yeah, you do. He's lovely. I love Max. Yeah. He's amazing. So, yeah, incredible makeup artist and hair as well. And he's got his beautiful dog Frank, the Italian greyhound. Um, Jess Hatzis. Well, no, she's married now so it's not Hatzis. Jess Walker. From Frank Bod. Frank Bod, creator, CEO of Frank Bod. Bonnie Anderson. Oh, Bonnie's great. Singer, Neighbours. Yeah. Abby Gilmore. Yeah. Incredible incredible Australian director, Ian Sinclair, also my teacher. Um, We sat down with the one, two agency girls. Yep. Oh, they're great too. Wonderful. Um, I'm recording with Olivia Molly Rogers this week. So there's some fun people coming up for season four. There will be another meditation series, but there will be a break between those two Fridays. Yep. However, season three to season four is going to roll. So this is a Monday episode now, our roundup. Yep. And then next week you'll have Finch. Yep. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Or are we going to take a break? Uh, no, no, you're right. Yeah. So then. Or are we doing a bonus? No, no, we can just roll through to Finch. Let's just I think let's roll to Finchie. She can kick off. Say, well, yeah. she'll be the bonus ep, will she not? No, she'll be ep one. Well, then who's the bonus? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> well, well, Finch is after this. Is that right? I don't know. Let's let's just say Finch is coming soon. Finch is coming soon. Uh, all right, gang. Um, Mega love. Anything you want to add, boss? No, just um, everyone take. Deep breaths, do yeah. some meditation. And also let us know if there's anything that you'd like us to cover, especially in this current time, because Matt and I, it's very easy for us to record together. Yeah. Um, so if there's something that you want us to cover or talk to, um, we can just record an episode and kind yeah. of expedite it and bring it out um, quite fast, can't we? Yeah. So please or it write could be to a us. bonus episode or something. Oh, Who knows? You're a bonus episode. Oh, you're a bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> Some we'll mention someone said they wanted us to talk about dating. Dating. Yeah, and like what the dating scene was like. But we didn't get too many questions about that this week because um obviously the, the stress and stuff of corona. But um yeah. what was dating like for you before you met me? Quickly we'll end on oh, with this juicy <laughs> stuff. No, we can't do that. We need a whole episode. I don't know. Dating, do you know dating, Matt was dating stop three, it. <laughs> three girls before, while he met So he met me. Stop it. Well, he met me. <laughs> he had three girls on the go, so met me, that's four, and then was still seeing some of them. When it, no, no. Come on. No, come on. No, so you're exaggerating. <laughs> Exaggerate. He's giving me eyes and I bet you now when this ends, he's going to be like, I can't believe you did that to <laughs> You've me. said it like multiple times on the podcast. I don't care. No, neither do I actually. I think it's – well, it's also good to know like boys and girls are different. But also like I, I'm pretty sure that in 2020 or 2007, 18, whenever that was, um, people date like heaps of people. Like people go on Tinder and go on like – a few dates like we per met week on, we met where did we meet? Bumble. We met on Bumble. Yeah. And I remember I was like, oh, it was my birthday. We were both yeah. Virgo, we're both Virgos. It was my birthday and I was like, I woke up my birthday morning, I was like, fuck this, I'm getting off Bumble. No way. And mm. ping, happy ah. birthday message from Matt Sofo. Ah. And then I was hooked. You were hooked, hook, line and sinker. Yep. Yep. 
But I think like for people like listening out there that are like, you know, like obviously I was single for eight, oh, a fair while before. Yeah. Well, sort of. Yeah. Before I met you. Yeah. I hadn't, well, let's put it this way, I hadn't met any of anyone real. Like yeah. I'd just been having lessons is probably the best way to describe it. But yeah. like I'd have an experience and I'd be like, this person's actually a bit of a douche or not nice or yeah. different value system to me. Um, and that felt like that was happening quite a bit until I met you. Yeah. Yeah. So like what I'm trying to say to people is if you're dating or talking to someone or chatting and feeling like it's a bit of a lost cause, like it mm. is worth hanging in there. Yeah. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that um, probably just my closing <laughs> on that is um, it's it's your own shit why like – it's your own patterns and your own, you know. Oh, come on now. No, of course. Like that. Like I know, like their lessons and stuff. But um, you know, unless you break those, unless you actually take those lessons on board and break those patterns, like you just do end up meeting the same kind of people. Like sometimes you, it like, takes a little while for course, the, yeah, the yeah. color to true. Yeah, color to I mean, through. look, you know, when when um everything for me was a lesson until I met you because I knew in that time I was like, you need to change your mindset and change. You your kept mind- dating party girls, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I kept dating party girls, but like. Um, not I, me. I, not this, this girl. I'm I knew that I had girl. to change my mentality to to meet someone that was actually like good heart and good kind. And Matt you know. always says on my manif- he goes on my manifesto list. What did you write? Someone caring and kind. Is that what yeah, you wrote? Someone not a drainer. And he goes, <laughs> he goes. I forgot I should have written someone that doesn't fart as much as you. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. I'm the farter. You I don't. are. You are. <laughs> What's your word for farts? Uh, I have like heaps of words. What's wife? For like a little small one, you do is like a boop. It's like boop. <laughs> so when we're watching a movie, and Matt will be like, was that a boop? <laughs> and I just start laughing. Oh. But I also have food allergies. Boss. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Um, if you're going to date someone's food allergies, you better be prepared for. Um, <laughs> For, for, what? for the amount of farts or boops. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's end it on a friendly farty okay. note. Yeah. All right. Big love, everybody. Stay safe. And um, we're here as well. So feel yep. free to please feel free to DM me and let me know how you're going because it's been a bit of a rough drop for a lot of people. So we hear you. Big love. Big love. That's a wrap on another episode of Fearlessly Failing. As always, thank you to our guests. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Yummo Lola Berry. This potty, my word for podcast, is available on all streaming platforms. I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate, and comment. And of course, spread the love. Mm-hmm.